Hello to you. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and a very, very happy Easter. It is a new week and we have a lot to look forward to. So today is Monday and I want to welcome you to another episode on fitness for pregnancy and beyond. I am your host, Janelle Arns, and on this podcast, we talk all things fitness for preconception, pregnancy, and postpartum so that you can take the guesswork out of fitness for you and your baby because I know that you want to be strong, but sometimes it's hard to approach fitness because we don't want to do the wrong thing. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about preconception and fitness and how those two are, they, they, can, they, are, they can exist in the same world and they should exist in the same world. We're going to address the benefits of exercising preconception, when to start, what to do, how much to do, and then if there's a thing as doing too much. Finally, at the end, we'll talk about the best pre-pregnancy exercises and workout styles that you can do to help yourself prepare for a potential pregnancy. Now, so that last portion, I suppose, could be more fitting for you if you are really looking to get pregnant soon. But um, let's go ahead and dive in. Let's go ahead and start with the benefits of fitness for preconception. Which one more note before we dive in, my little guy Liam did join me for today's episode. So he kind of makes a couple appearances throughout the video, but I hope if anything, it just kind of makes you smile. And I had a lot of fun recording this episode with my kiddos around and I hope you find so much value in it. Which we can definitely start with just good news because working out is definitely encouraged if you are trying to get pregnant or looking to start a family because one, you know, just not being pregnant and being just a normal person, exercising has ample benefits for your heart, for your mind, for your muscles, for your ligaments, your joints. Every part of our body and our cells are affected by exercise. So pregnant or not, or looking to be pregnant or not, exercise has countless benefits. So this applies the same to you. And the good news is, and this is and this is coming from expert organizations like um, it's ACOG, which is the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecologies or a gynecologist. <laughs> um, they do recommend staying active if you're trying to be pregnant. So regular workouts um, not only put you and I guess this maybe it wouldn't be the number one reason, but if you're exercising regular regularly during a time where you're trying to become pregnant, you're way more likely to continue those habits into pregnancy. We know how it can be a little bit challenging just to start up new habits. And so if you are trying to start working out right when you get pregnant or if you're because you can work out while you're pregnant and it's encouraged. But if you're going to kind of wait until you're pregnant to start working out, it's going to be harder. Um, natural body demands of pregnancy can already be a little bit challenging. So um, if you're trying to create new habits while you're pregnant, that can one be hard. So establishing a healthy routine with fitness prior to pregnancy is going to allow you to crave it more during pregnancy. You're going to be more likely to do your workouts. Um, it's a comfortable space for you. And that, that, that's, a, that's a really positive thing. We know that exercise has benefits for our cardiovascular system and our muscular system. So our heart works really, really hard during pregnancy. Um, it actually pumps up to 50% more blood as you're growing your baby. So your heart is working hard. And when we can strengthen our heart and our other muscles prior to pregnancy, we're just setting ourselves up for a positive ex uh, pregnancy experience um, and even labor delivery and postpartum experience as well. So exercising, creating that habit, strengthening your muscles prior to getting pregnant. Um, two thumbs up, definitely 100% encouraged. And touching a little bit on weight management, 
we, we know we're going to gain weight during pregnancy. That's okay. That's expected. That's normal. That is what will happen. Um, it could be 20 pounds. It could be 30. It could be 40. Um, every woman is different, but you will gain weight on the scale just because of a higher um, blood supply, the, the placenta, the actual baby itself. There's just more volume inside your body when you're pregnant. So don't be afraid of the scale when you're pregnant. It, it's all part of growing your beautiful human. But um, when, when we're thinking about weight management, we want to be in a healthy place when we do get pregnant. That way, when we're walking through those nine months, we can decrease our likelihood of developing something like gestational diabetes or preeclampsia, um, which has to do with your blood sugar levels and your blood pressure. If your body is in a healthier state before pregnancy, you're going to decrease your likelihood of developing those, which there are healthy individuals who get you know, gestational diabetes. And it's not to say you failed. If you do, there are things that you can focus on if that is the case for you. But obviously we want to decrease our likelihood of developing those conditions just because, um, you know, they could affect baby or you. And we just, we want to put ourselves in the best possible scenario. So you're probably wondering like, when do I start? What do I do? Um, with this goal in mind, like literally start today. <laughs> so um, if you're not already in a, in a fitness routine, now, if you're in a fitness routine and you're wondering if it's good for you for a potential goal of becoming pregnant, the answer is absolutely yes. I actually, um, I was probably, uh, I'm trying to think junior in college. I've always known that I've wanted children and, um, God willingly like a, a big family. So knowing that results and growing muscle and losing body fat takes genuine time to do it the right way. It takes genuine time. Um, I knew like even six years ago, I was exercising for those goals later in my life. So if you want to start a family in the next five years, start working out now. You're going to have the benefits even without the goal of becoming pregnant. The benefits are outstanding when you can create a good solid workout routine and match it with good nutritional habits. You're going to feel like an absolute rock star. And if you're at a point in your life where you're like, I don't like vegetables, working out is not fun for me. I don't enjoy it. It's something that I really have to work hard mentally and physically to do and to check it off my checklist. Then I just encourage you to start because things that are in motion stay in motion. And you, when you really start to reap the emotional and physical benefits of fitness. You create a lifestyle without even realizing it. And it's something that you absolutely fall in love with. You will crave vegetables because they are just so darn good and refreshing. You will want to drink a gallon of water a day because you know that you don't feel your best outside of a gallon of water a day. And same thing for exercising. You're going to notice the differences on the days that you don't work out. You're going to be more irritable. You're going to be you're not going to feel your best. You might feel a little bit bloated. You might have like mental, more mental fog or not as much mental clarity and maybe a little bit more rage when you don't work out. But th those are things that you won't realize until you create the healthy habit of moving. So start moving now and, and experience every positive benefit of exercise. And then when you're pregnant, you're going to be like, these habits are already going to be instilled in you and you're going to just keep going. You're going to, you're going, and, and that will help you feel good during pregnancy as well. You're going to notice the days that you work out. You're going to have less pain. You're going to 
have that endorphin rush after your workout. And it's, it's a good thing for your baby too. Um, your mental, your mental and emotional state, um, affects your baby as well. And it's not to say you need to like be happy 24 seven for your baby to be happy 24 seven, but that parasympathetic emotional state that you create while your baby's in the womb, your baby can feel that it's almost like a, it's a nature thing. So exercising is a, a piece of the puzzle that we want to put into place because we're going to set ourselves up for a check mark in every checkbox of healthy living. If you're if you enjoy running, if you enjoy lifting weights, if you enjoy yoga or you enjoy bar, maybe you really love boxing. Keep doing that. Keep doing what you enjoy and challenge yourself in that realm of fitness. Now, the, of course there are things that we that we can do specifically to prepare ourselves for pregnancy. And so what I mean by that is pregnancy puts puts natural pressures on your pelvic floor. Um, Your core will be stretched to its ultimate human capacity when you're pregnant and your lower body extremities are going to also feel different types of pressures. And our hamstrings and our glutes and our hip flexors in our back, they're all connected. So when we can incorporate some flexibility and strengthening of our posterior chain, which is our muscles in the back of our body, our hamstring, glute, lower back, um, when we can strengthen those places, then when we're pregnant, our body's like, OMG, we got this, (laughs) you know? We don't have to really emphasize focusing on those areas during pregnancy, or no, and you still will, but it's not like you have to really start there. you're already in a place where your body feels good in those in those places and you're going to feel better holding your baby throughout your nine months. So continue those styles of exercise that you enjoy. There are definitely 100% benefits of resistance training. Um, so resistance training could be applying resistance to your body with dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, any sort of like ball in the gym or even your own body weight is a form of resistance training. So Resistance training is going to be important for strengthening your muscles. Um, cardiovascular training is going to be important for strengthening the, your heart and your blood flow. Um, cardio doesn't 100% mean running. Cardio means getting your heart rate up. If you enjoy running, that's tremendous. And that's something that you can continue to do. And if let's say you want to train for a, P, a PR and a 5K or something, keep doing that. Um Keep challenging yourself. Run hard. I, whenever I say run hard, I always think run hard, turn left. I was a track runner. That was always something that crossed my mind before my races. <laughs> run hard, turn left. Um, so keep doing that. Keep training. Um, keep training hard. And in the spaces that you enjoy, incorporate flexibility, incorporate hip strength. Um, and core strength is going to be another huge theme. So this is kind of tying into the what type of exercising to do. Your core your core and your body alignment are very important during pregnancy. So naturally, and I could do a whole episode on alignment and body shifting and how it has to do with um, your breathing patterns and your pelvic floor. It's all connected. It's all really cool. But um, you want to practice proper core, core exercising and how to engage your core during your exercises. That's going to be important because when you're pregnant, your body will be shifted and challenged and challenged in its alignment just because you now have this this watermelon in front of you where you feel like you want to um, maybe stick your hips out in front of you 
or and, and our body alignment gets all shifted. So when we can properly engage our core, we're going to properly be able to manage those natural temptations to be out of alignment, like our body alignment during pregnancy. And so this doesn't necessarily mean crunches. It doesn't mean um, a bunch of bicycles, which is very traditional when we think of core exercising, we think of bicycles and crunches and sit-ups. Um, and those can be fine if you if you really do know how to engage your core when you're exercising. But starting with things like the dead bug or the bird dog, and if you aren't sure what those are, definitely Google them. De- they're called dead bug and bird dog. Um, and you're going to be like, how is this even engaging your core? But if you have your core engaged properly, those exercises should fire your core up. They should just completely um, fire your core up. And not only is it strengthening, you know, what we think of as our six pack or rectus abdominis, but our, our inner core unit is engaged there as well, which is really the ultimate goal. And you can do, you can still do like sit-ups and crunches. Definitely just watch out for coning and coning is when your abdomen creates like a football shape or a little bit of a mountain shape. It's just irregulated pressures inside your abdomen that are pushing into your tissues so we want to avoid that when we are doing exercises like a sit-up or a crunch. And so if you can regulate the pressures inside your core, you can continue to do those. Um, planks are good as well. And I mean, there's a, a large variety of exercises that you can do. And you can. I'm not trying to say that you can't do crunches and sit-ups, but not always the greatest place to start if you do experience coning when you're exercising. So the next time you do an ab workout, check and see if your that that pressure is pushing into your it's called your linea alba, which is what the middle of your six pack would be, like that line that would go down the middle. That's where the pressure would push into. So take a look and see if you if you have that. And if you do, your your goal would for your goal would be for your stomach to appear flat. And a really easy way to explain how to make sure your stomach stays flat is to when you're preparing for your core workout. Go ahead and exhale with an S sound and kind of brace your core as if someone's about to punch you is the best way I can quickly explain it right now. But and then you can perform those ab exercises and and make sure you breathe through them. Just natural breathing. Just breathe through them as you're doing those. Um, You're going to set yourself up much better when um, when doing that and making sure that your core is properly engaged. But yeah, full body fitness, um, core strength is important. And, uh, and strengthening your posterior chain. So I think all of those things are great to focus on if you have the goal of getting pregnant. And if getting pregnant for you is still like two years away, then like I mentioned before, continue doing those exercises and types of exercises that you love. Challenge yourself. Want to work hard in those spaces that you love most. And make sure that you're, and this is a really important point when we're thinking about exercising preconception is make sure that you're matching it to proper nutrition. And, and I say this because exercise is a form of stress on the body, not a bad thing. Stress is, a, it, it is a part of life and it's, it's a way that we respond to our environment as a way to live. Stress, stress is not a bad thing. Of course, there's bad versions of stress, de-stress, distress is a bad version of stress, but otherwise it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, so it's applying, exercising is applying stress to your body. You need to make sure that you're recovering properly. You need to make sure that you're drinking enough water every day. Um, you need, we need to be making sure that we're getting enough vitamins and minerals and that we're not only consuming the vitamins and minerals, but absorbing them properly as well. And there's actually really cool ways you can, um, 
make sure you're doing that. I mean, your the, your bowel movement health is one way to tell if you're absorbing nutrients correctly. And there's ways that you can pair different nutrients to also get the most out of how your body is digesting and absorbing them. So putting um, vitamin C with an animal protein is, is a good example of they, they work together to increase your iron absorption. Um, and tomatoes and olive oil is actually another one. This helps with your lycopene, um, what's the word? Oh, absorption. <laughs> it's, a, it's a plant mineral that has good antioxidant properties. So, and you know, that's not to say that you have to, you have to know like exactly that to make sure you're getting enough, enough absorption, but all these little tips and tricks are going to help you create the health that you desire for you and your family and your um, and the baby that's hopefully to be in your belly maybe at some point in your life, right? So God willingly, we do know that. So that is, um, so nutrition is going to be very important. And I touched on water and um, you need to make sure you're eating after your workouts. So a carb and a protein are going to be what you need to eat after your workouts to replenish your body. Your relationship with exercise is going to be important here because Exercise is not a, um, here, how do I want to describe this? Like, uh, I'm thinking like, oh, a give and take or an, or an exchange game between, between calories. You don't need the mindset of, okay, I just burned 300 calories in my workout. That means I can't eat dinner. I can't eat 300 calories in my dinner. It, th- those are, those are mindset, um, thoughts that if you do have them, be aware that, you know, that is a red flag. Um, and I say that because we, that's just like encouraging a negative relationship with food and fitness. Food is fuel for how you're feeling for your brain and your body and your fitness is allowing you to feel your best. And really without food, we don't feel good (laughs) without food. We can't perform well. And if we can't perform well, then we're not getting the benefits of the muscle mass and the cardiovascular health. So we do need to be eating. And really, I, I love the quote, if God made it, I can eat it. I think that's a really good place to start if you're wondering what to eat. Anything that that is on the trees or in the ground is is good. It's not like a sweet potato is necessarily better than a white potato. Eat them both. Um, so that is, so maybe that's just something to think about because if we have a negative relationship with food and fitness prior to pregnancy or just in general, that's going to carry into our our motherhood life. And we want to make sure that we're demonstrating and modeling good, good relationships with our lifestyles for our families. Food is good. All food is good. (laughs) Fitness is good. Movement is good. So is relaxing. There's a time and place in your life where you need to sit down and do nothing. (laughs) Let's go ahead and tie this, 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 uh, conversation on our health with our fitness and our nutrition to how much is too much. So when, if you have the goal of getting pregnant, soon. Hopefully like every month you're like, I hope this is the month for me. If that's you, you know, training hard, hard, hard for a 5k PR might not be like the best thing you can do, especially if you have other sources of stress in your life that are impacting your emotional state. A positive emotional state is huge for preconception pregnancy and beyond and just general health. We need to be practicing positive affirmations and not, not, not to say you need to be positive all the time, but we need to have good relationships with ourselves and the people around us. So, you know, if we're like beating ourselves down in the gym to the point where we're like, we worked so, 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 so hard that we feel completely exhausted and depleted. Um, not necessarily the goal if you're trying to get pregnant like tomorrow, 
if you are at a point in your life where you're like, I'd love to maybe get pregnant in like five years, then working hard in those in those spaces, I would say, isn't isn't a bad thing. Just make sure you're replenishing your body correctly. What we're trying to avoid in this scenario is I'm going to burn a thousand calories and then I'm not going to eat. That is not the we're, that's not what we're trying to do here. That is a recipe for disaster. So please don't fall in that category. If you're gonna work hard, make make it so that you can perform well and then treat yourself to carbs and protein after you got that awesome workout in. But if you are trying to get pregnant soon, keep up with your exercise routine. You can definitely absolutely challenge yourself. And when I say challenge yourself, I mean at the end of your workouts, you should be able to say, phew, that was hard, but it wasn't like the end all be all for me. So let's go ahead and talk about how much, how much to do. So the ACOG, so that organization of obstetrics and gynecology I was mentioning before, is that they recommend 150 extra minutes of moderate to intense exercise a week. And that is 150 minutes would be uh, five 30-minute workouts a week. Or maybe you want to push more for 45 minutes and go for three or four workouts a week. I think both of those are great goals. And so that's, that is a good goal. And when you navigate life and you're trying to make fitness a part of your life, because you know, it's important for you and your family three times a week, I would say minimally is it going to be a good goal. And that could be a walk into resistance training workouts. That could be three resistance training workouts. That could, it could be five. Um, five is a great goal. Three is a good goal and three will still keep you in a place where you can continue building muscle and burning body fat and feel good and have the benefits of exercise. Now, if you are working out once a week right now, that's still something. And that's something that you can still, you know, pat your shoulder on, but we know that we can do better. So I'm just encouraging you to put it in your schedule and figure out when you're going to get your movement in. Um, so that's how much um, minutes wise that we can make a goal to work out. And the last thing here I wanted to mention was the best pre-pregnancy workouts. Now, <laughs> I, I don't want to say that one is just better than the other because general movement is really our goal here. Um, but if you are looking to become pregnant soon, then focusing, like I mentioned before, on on full body workouts and posterior chain workouts. So your glutes, hamstrings, lower back is great. And this could be the deadlift, the squat, um, lunging variations are great. And incorporate some running if you enjoy running or fast walk. Walking is one of those exercises that is actually really underrated. It, walking is one of the best things that you can do really at any stage of your life. It has a lot of benefits. Um, it could be just a 30 minute walk with your husband or your friend a couple times a week, but get on your feet and walk. And the other thing for types of exercises for preconception, thinking about pregnancy is we want to be doing movements and exercises that are going to be mimicking the motherhood lifestyle. So what do moms do? They do a lot of bending, twisting. They pick up things all the time. They're always in squatted positions. They deadlift a lot as they pick things up like your children. So when we can practice those same movement patterns and body patterns and be strong in them, we are setting ourselves up for a successful 
physical standpoint when we're a mom. If we can feel strong when we're bending and picking things up, you're, it's going to make a difference in every single part of your day. It will, and those things trickle into other parts of your life. So that is why it's so important. This is, um, so when, so exercises that help with this are just the squat. And if you have pain when you're doing squatting, I encourage you to do some, maybe, maybe see a physical therapist or do some self-evaluation. So looking at the relationship between your ankle and your knee when you're squatting, or maybe playing around with the stance of your feet, or maybe, um, maybe it is lowering the weight and kind of, um, seeking help. If you, feel like your knees or maybe it's your ankles that are bothering you. But when we can feel confident in the squat, um, it'll make every single daily task feel that much easier. So the squat is a really foundational one. Like I said before, the deadlift, I talked about the lunging variations with what, and, and those exercises, they do take up a lot of energy because they require big muscle groups to, to do those movements. So anything that any sort of exercise that can accompany a large muscle group or muscle groups is going to be really, it's going to be a good exercise to choose to get the most out of your energy when you're training as, um, maybe you're already a mom and time is an issue for you. So choosing those large muscle groups is going to be efficient for your time and it's going to help you train to just be a strong mom. But those are a couple of staples that you can definitely keep in your back pocket. So that covers all the content for today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed hanging out with me today on the podcast, definitely give a five-star review just so that we can continue spreading the, the word about fitness for moms-to-be and all moms out there. So thanks so much for tuning in. I can't wait to hang out with you in the next episode.